Hello and welcome to Horror Court Trash Over, this show that discusses all the masterpieces and trash to pieces of genre cinema. I'm Chris. I'm Gary. And today we're back again with our fourth Nasty November episode, where we look at all the films that some Tory MP thought would turn your dog into a mass murderer. As always, we're joined by some very special guests, and today we're here with Amelia and Alec, the fabulous couple from the highly entertaining Killer Tracks podcast, where they celebrate their love for horror and music, covering such topics as Will Benson, if you know, you know, Outcast's <laughs> seminal hit Hey Ya, and classic 90s board game Atmosphere. As well as being wonderful podcast hosts, Amelia is a Kerrang! radio presenter who recently interviewed Jamie Lee Curtis, never heard of her, and Alec is the vocalist <laughs> for Johanna Ray, who recently released their album Reality Fallacy, representing Birmingham, it's Killer Tracks. And well, <laughs> the research! No, the research. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, very kind of you. Yeah. She's a journalist, ladies and gentlemen. It's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a journalist. <laughs> yes, we'll have a bit of Scylla. <laughs> it was a little like your contestants on the Wheel of Fortune. I was like, I, I was enjoying it. I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Representing Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on down. Yeah. <laughs> we need that introduction wherever we go now. We're accustomed to that. Yeah, yeah. I'll send it over. I'll send yeah. it over. Yeah, yeah. That is now our script from yeah. now on. There's no other way of following that other than a hey, both. How are you? Yeah, how are you doing? <laughs> Thank you for having us on. We're very excited. Yeah. Very excited. Thank you for joining us. You are like the coolest couple around. I mean, <laughs> like amazing podcast and two like ridiculously interesting people as well. It's it's not often you get that. I mean, not even with us. We're boring. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. Don't, don't diss yourselves. You guys are running a lovely, lovely podcast over there. Exactly. Thank you. Horror, cult, trash, other Other-er. things. Well, exactly. <laughs> What's so many others that we've had? Uh, uh, many tangents. <laughs> <laughs> we weren't allowed to call it horror culture of a shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Another shit. <laughs> Gotta love a tangent, though. Come on. Gotta love a tangent. They are the best. It's usually housewives, real housewives tangents, but... <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, don't. Don't. Amelia could go on for days. <laughs> Wait, what mug You're have you got right. today? Have you got I, your Lisa Renner? I have my Lisa Renner mug today. Um, <gasps> amazing! <laughs> I also have a Kathy Hilton mug, so I don't know... Yeah, but that, we don't one. really uh, use that one anymore. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. Gary tends to buy me mugs that I kind of have to throw away because they get cancelled or they have yeah. on the show and you're like well i'm not team kathy anymore yeah. you just have to accidentally <laughs> just drop it on the floor be like oops i guess you cancelled yeah. in the bin yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm not even sure if i'm anymore yeah i think even lisa Rinna's i'm expecting a garcelle nice. mug at some point yeah, yeah. all yeah. crystal yeah, yeah. I'm, Our, imagine uh, if there'll, there'll be uh, there'll be a sale somewhere. The cancelled yeah. collection. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the same about Funko Pops as well. We collect Funko Pops, and we have so many that we've hid away somewhere because they've all oh, been cancelled. Oh my! <laughs> Just turn them, unbox them, and turn yeah. them around yeah. to the wall for like for shame, for shame. Well, and then re-box them. <laughs> yeah. Or the wrong way around. 
it was what was the one? It was Justin Timberlake. Oh, Justin Timberlake. Oh, I remember God. him from my childhood. And then I watched the Britney documentary. <laughs> so, oh, and then we watched the Janet Jackson. We're like, oh no, that yeah. was a terrible mo- nostalgia. Mm, not mm. quite. Not quite. Yeah, yeah, it's like okay, I love me some NSYNC, but Britney <laughs> and Janet, I can't, I can't get on board with you. No. This is for Britney and Janet. Yeah, I mean, we have replaced him with like three other Britney Spears Funko. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good. I hope he knows. We should tweet him. Just tell him. Like, look what we've done. We're going to run it over. Get someone to run it over. This is Janet. Yeah. I believe uh, my journalist here has some questions. Oh, I'm. Oh, my. I'm a journalist, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, just a few questions to get us. No, nothing too in depth. So. Good, uh, we can't deal with in depth. Yeah. <laughs> What's your earliest childhood memory? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's start at the start. <laughs> back. Um, what made you want to start a podcast tying together your love of horror and music? You don't want to take this one? We just looked at each other like, oh, yeah. oh, oh, who's, oh. who's going to go? You start us off, okay, and then I'll interrupt at some point. I love it. That's 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 how we. That is how we do. That's how we do. So we both started off as musicians. So we met. We both went to music school, basically. Alec was in the year above me. I was in the year below, and we met that way. So during lockdown, we were like, okay, all of our musician friends aren't gigging. No one's gigging. No one's doing any shows. How can we help support them and what they're doing? So we thought, okay, obviously we're like horror. That was that was a given. But we we're like, also, how can we help get our friends' music out there so the people who know what they're doing can hear them, hear new bands? So yeah, it was like, okay, killer track. It's killer. And it's track. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like culminated, culminated two interests that we both have. Yeah. Uh, and and kind of, yeah, during it was May <laughs> of 2020 that we started. Mm. Um, when we were both furloughed so we had boatloads of time and uh and we had recording equipment kind of lying around so we we're like well we could just do a podcast i mean someone might want to listen to us <laughs> talking about, someone will listen, about music music that we like and uh horror films that we like and yeah we um we got uh, a really great reaction to some of our early music episodes too because we just kind of like put a question out on facebook i think it was like a, a group forum in like brighton where mm-hmm. we were based and just basically said does anyone want to want us to feature their music on our podcast that has zero episodes <laughs> and no following and yeah. we got like a hundred replies I'm like, okay people yeah. are really interested for their music to be on a platform when there is no platform for it even if we don't currently have a platform if mm. that makes sense yeah it was, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I speak for both of us and say we're horror and music nerds, so we definitely appreciate it. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> and and you were in an unsigned band. Oh yeah, 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 you know, yeah, um, yeah. So. Struggling musician for many years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Do you still play? Yeah. So I'm I'm currently ah. trying to uh, start up a an all queer indie punk band in Manchester. Uh, on the classic website and this isn't an ad joinmyband.com I'm sure we're all familiar with that Yeah, Uh, (laughs) and yeah just 
trying to do that currently, but been in and out of bands for years. Our intro song is actually by my old band, One Week Sand. Available oh, on Spotify. I know, I've, I've never mentioned it on the <laughs> no, podcast. No, mention it, yeah. Well, there you go. More. Yeah. Yeah. 224 episodes in. Yeah. <laughs> no one's asked, unfortunately. <laughs> no. Well, we asked and we care. Yeah. We yeah. want yeah. to know. Keep us updated with your band, up. though. That sound's cool. Keep yeah. us updated. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to feature it on the podcast yeah. when that we've got uh, songs, songs available. Yeah. So, question number two, more specific about today's episode. What's your opinion on the video nasties? Do you have a favourite or least favourite? I would say... Wait, do you want to go first? I'll answer the first one first. Uh, sure. Um, I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't necessarily ever think about if I had a favourite video nasties. In, in, all, in all truthfulness, Amelia is much of a bigger horror nerd than I am, I'd say. I think uh, I didn't even... Uh, and I've I've said this before on mm. on Kill Trap, but I I didn't even watch horror before I met Amelia. Till I polluted your mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think it was just uh, it's, it's not something I've ever thought about that much. But mm. we had we had a little look. Uh, we've well we've had looks plenty of times now through the video nasties, and um one one film that really sticks out just because I've I've loved it, and we got the game. Funnily enough, uh, which is the Evil Dead, um, the original Evil Dead uh, film was is probably probably one of my favourites. Um, but mm. the burning's up there as well. Yeah, nice. Yeah, do you know? No one said that so far. Yeah. The burning is fantastic. Burning is great yeah. film. Yeah. The burning is slept on. Like it's such a good film. It's such a good film. Good old Cropsy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, the burning's sick. Yeah. But you're like a massive zombie fan, aren't you? So yeah, yeah. even before we met, like yeah. you loved Shaun of the Dead, like yeah. all those films. So you're. Is it Shaun of the Dead? Yeah. Is yeah, that what it's yeah. called? Yeah, yeah. I don't really like. I'm, kind of I'm not gonna lie. I don't really like that film. But. Yeah, but, yeah. It's, it, 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 it is quite funny actually. When when I whenever I speak to especially like seasoned horror people and I say and they say, "Oh, what's your favorite horror film?" and I'm like, "Shaun of the Dead," and they're like, "It's not a horror film. It's a comedy." <laughs> like, it's a horror comedy. No. It's, it, counts. it counts. Yeah, it definitely counts. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's it's what you like. It's what yeah. you like. I mean. Oh, this is a tangent. This is a tangent. <laughs> but it's like when I speak to seasoned horror fans and I'm like, yeah, I love Blade. They're like, Blade's not a horror film. I'm like, yeah. oh, 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 Blade is definitely Ooh. a horror film. Oh, yeah. that Someone only watched Blade for the first time last year. I did. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. I was just, I was like, okay, we're going to have to leave if you didn't like it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just closing the laptop. No, I, 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 I haven't showed him Blade Trinity yet, though. He's only seen oh, one. Dear. Or two. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, may, maybe skip the third. Yeah. 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 That, that was, it, funnily enough, actually, we ended up buying Blade 1 and 2. Mm, and we, we like just came across it in like a charity shop kind of thing. And uh, Blade the trilogy box set was there, but Amelia was like, no, no, I'll just pick up one. <laughs> yeah, we, we, don't, we, we don't need, I think I've already had one, but I was like, we don't yeah. need, we don't need to discuss the third one. Triple H is in it. Yeah. yeah it's the only <laughs> reference point I have for it. Triple H. <laughs> and, uh, what's her name? Parker Posey. All I remember about it, three, in all honesty, all I remember is when they go into the sex shop and they got the vampire dildo. That's all I remember. Oh That's God. the only scene I remember. That and Ryan Reynolds just talking shit throughout the whole film. Oh, yeah. just talking absolute <laughs> crap into it. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Ryan Reynolds in it. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Early, early Ryan Reynolds. Early Ryan Reynolds. Early yeah. Ryan still, Reynolds. Still six pack. Right? Amateurville horror era. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. Amateurville. Amateurville Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. Very six pack. Very square beard. Come like triangly, mm. like square. Yeah. 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 It's very frightening. Um, but coming back to Chris's question. Oh, sorry. What, what... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that should have been banned. Blade Trinity yeah. should have been banned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that should have been on the video, Nasty. What, what would what would you what would be your response my response so i love axe um last house on the left the burning um evil dead obviously is freaking george a romero um i would say those yeah i'd say those i'm glad you said axe because we had that as a choice this month and we swapped it out so we weren't sure we've never seen it but we saw it's only like an hour long so we didn't know there'd be enough to discuss for a podcast episode for it Mm. I quite like it. Yeah, it's very okay. short and sweet, but I, I like it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Like we'll it. have to watch it then. Yeah. yeah. We might have to watch it. Actually. Yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> you better watch. Yeah, let me know what you think. Yeah. I quite like yeah. it. Yeah, but I think films that shouldn't be on there, like I don't like um, The Driller Killer. I, I really don't oh, like God, that film. Oh, God. Fuck Driller Killer. Oh, yeah. Cool. Awful, hate that film. Yeah. yeah. Good, I'm glad. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you always get scared to say your like opinions yeah. in certain films, like um the cylinder. It's okay. Yeah. But one, yeah, Drillico, I don't like at all. Yeah. One I've never seen. Mm, it's, it's up on there. Yeah, yeah. Got it in the collection. Looking at the collection, the old Even collection. You don't like it. No. no. No, I don't. Because um, I'll tell you who gave it to me. Um here's a film I hate. Better buy it. No, no, I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. <laughs> oh. What's it? What are the calls? Our old podcast friends that don't podcast anymore that you guys will definitely know. Oh. It'll come to you. It'll video come. Nasties. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah video, do, you, do you guys remember Video Nasties? No. No, no I've not heard of this. No. No. Oh, I don't think the podcast anymore, but those around like maybe two years ago. There are oh. like a little podcast click and they send it to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Oh. Oh, thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the gift, guys. Wow. <laughs> God, did that suck? <laughs> oh, God, you both shit to send us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. I've got loads of shit I could send you. <laughs> Justin if you Bieber, want something to collect, Pop. yes. I got shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> All the Justin Timberlake Funko. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Why did I say Justin Bieber? Yeah, same person. We do not like... have a Justin Bieber Funko. No. But just <laughs> we do, however, have S Club C and Double on DVD, so we can send that to you. Oh, oh yes. my, please do. Oh yeah. my, love a bit of S Club. Please send it. <laughs> you won't have to watch that film. Um, and third question and last question: What yeah. made you choose Dead and Buried? But I think we've covered that. Well, yeah. we did before we started recording. It's okay. <gasps> oh shit! Okay. <laughs> oh, before. Oh. How long has this thing been on for? Um, so hours, probably yeah. hours. <laughs> yeah. What made you choose Dead and Buried for today's episode? Uh, yeah, I, I guess. Well, um, it was bec- again because Amelia is more seasoned than i am if you like <laughs> it was it was one it was one that neither of us had seen um we also did zero research before putting it on yeah so we watched it uh and then it, well when we watched it we were like okay let's just go in completely blind 
don't you know don't like research it at all just yeah. go straight in um and yeah I, I guess it was just um it was a bit of a mystery for both of us rather mm. than for just me uh, I think that yeah. was kind of like because that's kind of like the way it ends up going quite often oh, no. and, and not, not not in a bad way like it's kind of an interesting way of doing if we're doing like an older film it's kind of an interesting way to come at it if Amelia's experienced it before and I haven't because then we've got almost kind of different points to make mm-hmm. but um but uh it was cool because we can both experience it fresh uh at the same time yeah I guess that's one well, well, I feel like that was the reason we went for it, right? Yeah, yeah, cool. I, I completely agree, Boo. It's like, um, it's it's nice. A lot of films that I grew up with, I'll be like, oh my God, Alec, have you seen like Whistle and I'll Come or like the original Dracula or whatever? And you're like, no, I'm like, okay, let's watch it. And then, um, but I've also forgot what the hell happens in those films yeah. as well. I just yeah. knew that I'd seen it, <laughs> but because I hadn't seen it for so long. So I guess we re-experienced films kind of like that together. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But yeah, just like you said, we both hadn't seen it. We love dead. We love buried. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Can't go wrong. Your first time watching it, well, wasn't it, Chris? It was my first time watching it. Yeah. Oh, really? I, I kind of knew what to expect. We had, and I didn't realise this, a mild spoiler last week. Yeah. <laughs> our, our guest, when we told our guest last week that we were watching Dead and Buried, he was like, oh, so-and-so's in it. He, Jack Al- Albertson, and... Uh, he mm-hmm. plays a certain character and I was like oh fabulous great and then you watch the film and I was like that's a twist thanks <laughs> um, <laughs> Ben Simpson shout out to previous podcast guests excuse me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like oh I know what happens now okay <laughs> yeah like oh thanks <laughs> yeah. yeah no I, re- I really enjoyed it mm-hmm. yeah thank so, god you know imagine if it was shit <laughs> imagine if- yeah, I know uh, yeah. I know, yeah. Imagine being on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> on this podcast and watching some of that shit. Imagine that. Um, <laughs> yes. We are, of course, discussing Dead and Buried 1981, a film that I watched for the first time when I was 11 years old, far too oh, young. Wow. Um, I realized today. Uh, yeah, because. <laughs> that explains it... a lot, though. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense. I mean, it, it, it was right. It was. It was when I was first getting into horror, and I remember Anchor Bay had released it on DVD, and it was a big deal. There was a video nasty that's finally being released mm-hmm. on DVD. Um, and I just remember really enjoying it. But yeah, today I, I realized it's actually a fantastic piece of horror filmmaking. I was, I was really surprised. Because um, sometimes what we have learned is sometimes things I remember from the past being good aren't so yeah. good when we. Uh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Watch them yeah. later on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like little you thinks it's the scariest thing in the world. You watch it again, you're like, what yeah. the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, yeah, what is, this is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, then Barry, directed by Gary Sherman, who made Poltergeist Free, Lisa, <laughs> Murderer's Vision, After the Shock, Sable, Mysterious 2, Deafline, also known as Raw Meat, mm-hmm. and more. Uh he wanted this film to be a comedy original. Originally. Okay. Oh, no oh, really? Did, did anyone get any comedy vibes from it? Um, no. I thought it was very serious. Yeah. yeah I kind of was. got a comedy vibe, actually. But I'm, I, I also have autism, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Most things are just like, is this how I'm meant to feel? You've got a different sense of humour. Yeah, yeah, I've got a very odd sense of humour. Very strange sense of humour. One, one of the things that we both did laugh at, though, right in, like, very early on in the film, uh, was when... Uh, and and uh, apologies if I'm 
running too far into the structure. But like um, when the the very first photographer is like taking pictures of the woman that's in red, and the the saxophone comes in as he's yeah. panning panning up up her legs and then to yes. her face uh, like we, we were both saying like actually she's really close so can you imagine if someone if someone was like like you know panning really slowly it's so slow it's like brana, 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 yeah. sexy lady <laughs> we have a lot to say about that scene that's uh, yeah. definitely yeah. a highlight it's yeah. definitely a highlight um, the film was written by Jeff Miller uh, and Alex Stone who have done nothing else at all uh, also no. written by Dan O'Bannon, who made Alien, Return of the Living Dead, Dark Star, Total Recall, Hemogoblin, Screamers, Heavy Metal, Life Force, Invaders from Mars, and more. Um, he disowned the film. He, oh, really? uh, yeah, he said that uh, Ronald Shusett, who worked alongside him on Alien, uh, Ronald Schuster also did King Kong Lives, Campsite Massacre, Above the Law, W, Free Jack, Phobia, and Hemogoblin as well. Uh, apparently he wrote it all by himself, but needed O'Bannon's name on the project, uh, promising that he would implement some of his changes. But after watching the film, O'Bannon realised that none of his changes actually made the film. Oh, wow. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. So do you think he would go more for the comedy? I'm thinking Return mm, uh, of the Living yeah, Dead. Yeah, I think so. Return oh, that's of the true, yeah. yeah. And it's based on the novel by Chelsea Quinn Yarbrough. So we love a bit of women in horror on podcast. Yarbrough. That's the name! <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. I've got it written down too. It is Yarbrough. But the way you love said that. it. Yarbrough. <laughs> budget, budget $3 million. Ooh. Right. Yeah. Nice. And uh, it made... $216,166 oh, at the box office. Nice. Oh. Ooh, wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Uh, that might be to do with the uh, interference from PSO International, um, yeah. mm. the third financer who brought out the second financer, Aspen. They wanted to emphasize gore over comedy, uh, the latter on which the director's cut had concentrated. So yes, there is another version of this film out there oh. for anyone... Uh, I mean, okay. I want to see it. I don't know if that was the version I watched originally. Um, mm. As a result, numerous scenes were cut or shortened, and the two scenes of graphic violence were tacked on at PSO's request. I think, I mean, I don't know how much that would have affected it in the 80s, because it was, I mean, gory horror was in them. That was yeah. 1981. But gory horror, like, frivolous gory horror with... You know, TNA and slasher yeah. films, mm. and this is a lot different to that. It's much slower. It's more. It tells more of a story. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you can tell that if they're not about stuff, it's success by the fact that it's an '80s film that didn't get a sequel. Yeah. You know, you didn't mm -hmm. get Deader and Buried or Two or whatever. Yeah. Should we talk about who's in the film? Oh, in a section we like to call Hey, I Know You. And who do we know in this film? James <laughs> James Farantino uh, plays Sheriff Dan Gillis. Did we enjoy James Farantino, who was acting? He really, he thought he was getting an Oscar for this. He, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just going to sit here and wait for my Oscar to come through yeah. the post. Yeah. Coming <laughs> he, in. He really uh, put 110% in at times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 
he called his acting coach every single he did. day. I got this thing. <laughs> I sort of run some notes past you again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he, st- <laughs> he was in The Final Countdown, Bulletproof, Jesus of Nazareth, Dynasty, ER, Murder in the Mirror, The Last Ooh. Producer, uh, Scandalous Me, The Jacqueline Susan Story, and Ooh. plenty more. Wow. Mm, well rounded. Well, that's well, some camp shit. TV right that, there. It is, it is. That explains the acting choices. <laughs> I quite uh, liked him. I, yeah. I thought he was he was giving, like, at the end, which we're probably going to get into, they're like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think I was laughing at that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I liked it. I was like, okay, yeah, got got a bit of light and shade there. It's yeah. quite nice. Yeah, he did. I thought it was interesting when he was like, uh, yeah, when when he was couldn't quite tell if he was frustrated or horrified or both. <laughs> but like, like in in some things where he was like, he was like slamming his fists into his face as he screamed. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I like the commitment. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. He gave it his best, and that's all he you did. can expect. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed watching him. I enjoyed watching him. <laughs> well done, James. We're all very yeah. proud of you. <laughs> uh, Melody Anderson uh, plays his wife, Janet Gillis. Now, there's someone who does give a performance. She, well, I'm not sure of performance, but she slays. Plenty of looks. She, she does. She, she does. Yeah, she, she turns it. She does. Mm. She is a star of Flash Gordon, Cannonball Fever, uh, Firewalker, <gasps> Murder She Wrote, Marilyn and Bobby, Her Final Affair, uh-huh. Hitler's Daughter, <gasps> Beverly Hills Madam, and plenty more. Oh, no. Beverly Hills Madam. What's that? Beverly ah. Hills Madam. <laughs> that, that is next week's podcast film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's the secret nice. to dead and buried, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she did. Yeah. The one that stuck out for me personally, and I got a few notes on it, is Hitler's Daughter. Yeah. It's a TV movie from 1990, and it's listed as a sci fi thriller on IMDb. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It stars Veronica Cartwright from Alien and uh, oh. Kay Lent. Uh, former podcast star in Strict to Kill. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Hitler's daughter wants to occupy the White House. Might... <laughs> Are you fucking serious? I'm serious. She might just do it unless the ineffectual Nazi hunters and their latest recruit <laughs> can figure out who the heck she is. Oh, what? My God, please. Yeah. Guys, is this, an, is this genuinely a film we're going to have to review? At some point? <laughs> I you might have to fake. do a part two of this whole thing. I think, so. I think so. The career of Melody Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The highs, the lows. Um, Jack Albertson is in this in his final theatrical film as William G. Dobbs. He was, of course, in Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory, Miracle on 34th Street. Poseidon Adventure, The Fox and the Hound, The Subject Was Roses, Echoes of the Road, and more. Um, yeah, really wasn't expecting to see him in a role like this. Honestly, yeah. honestly, yeah. When, yeah. And, when, and when Amelia like pointed it out as as he was saying one of his lines, Mina's like, oh my God, it's uh, Grandpa Joe. Yeah, or it's bloody yeah. Grandpa Joe! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, no, it can't be. <laughs> yeah. it can't be. It's his voice. He's got a really distinctive voice. It was the voice. Yeah. 
like, but I tell you, uh, Grandpa Joe, as you know, I talk about this quite a, quite a lot. <laughs> Here comes the tangent if you're ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a few people that are just just really irk me. Cliff Richard's one of them. Just oh, I can't stand him. And um, Grandpa Joe is another one. Obviously, yes, fictional, but still, get to quote Kim Kardashian, who I also don't like. Get your ass up and work. everyone's eating freaking lettuce lettuce soup and then charlie comes back with a ticket and he jumps up no you could have walked all the time yeah all of a sudden he needs to be in bed all the time yeah (laughs) he he is the face of benefits fraud isn't he I'd, I'd like to think his character in willy wonka and the chocolate factory is the same character as this film as well and that's another secret he's hiding because who knows what he's hiding Yeah, I mean, you can't really declare it, can you? No. Like, have, you been, have you been looking for jobs recently, Grandpa yeah. Joe? Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. That'd, be amazing. That'd be such an amazing, like, piece of canon if he was, if he, if he was born, uh, well, he, he'd somehow survived. He's been the age of, like, 75 for about 100 years. <laughs> oh, I can't, I can't look for jobs right now. Oh, no. Oh, there's, that, there's a new corpse down the road. Someone just thought, oh, fuck yeah. I'm all right now. <laughs> I'm all over that. <laughs> a corpse is just as good as a golden ticket. <laughs> uh, Jack Albertson was an Oscar winner for uh, The Subject of Roses. Yeah, commit benefit that, fraud. Yeah. Of course, he's a fucking Oscar winner. Well done to him. Come with it. By any means necessary. Come on. <laughs> I think he was like more of a comedic actor, so I'm not sure if he was meant to bring the comedy, and oh, then they sort of like you know, play it serious now. Yeah, I mean, it is funny seeing him in the role, but that's just because we know him from playing Grandpa yeah. Joe. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. He's good. He's he good. Did more in the than film. one film. He, yeah, before yeah. he wasn't like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. I don't know who he played in Miracle on 34th Street. So was he Santa Claus? No, no. Okay. He, oh my he god, he was he? This is the original. Yeah, yeah or is it, yeah. this isn't the Mara Wilson one? The one we watched. The one that we watched. Yeah. The black and white one. Yeah. Oh, he would. Yeah, he'd be a thousand years old if he was. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, Dennis Redfield's also in this as Ron, um, the head of the family that show up. My favorite characters in the film, the family that show up halfway through the film and get murdered. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was in Problem Child 1 and 2, mm-hmm. Dallas, Fatal Vision, One Good Cop, The Tempest, Unforgivable, Days of Our Lives, Scanner Cop, mm-hmm. Born Too Soon, uh, and plenty more, including my favorite Deadly Messages, where he plays a character called Dick Pizza. Now, <laughs> thank God. Anyone else hungry? <laughs> Absolutely famished. <laughs> so I'm not buddy. What's his name from um, Tangent again? From old mid-sized sedan. Oh uh, yeah, it's yeah. Stupid night. Have you guys seen old? We, oh, yeah, we've seen we, we, uh, old. We, uh, <laughs> we managed to make it through old. Mm. <laughs> Oh, what a film. Um, Nancy Locke plays Linda. Uh, She was in Pretty Woman, Eve of Destruction, No Safe Haven, Dead Man Walking, Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman, Cold Fire, Dynasty, and more. Linda, she... These are quite straight-up films. Like, when we do some of these, 
what have we seen them in? Um, some of them are a bit like bare babes on windscreen. May I refer you oh. to Deadly Messages with Dick Pizza? I know. But usually we'll go through them and we're like, what are these films that they've started? Can I remind you of Hitler's Daughter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exhibit A, Hitler's Daughter. And finally, he doesn't have a big role in the film, but he needs a mention. Robert Englund is in This is Harry. That's the one thing I remember when I first watched this, was the fact that Freddy Krueger was in it. Of course, from Nightmare mm-hmm. and Six Franchise, Urban Legend, recently Stranger Things, Hatchet, Eaten Alive, Wishmaster, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon, 2001 Maniacs, V, and more. Yeah, horror legend. Many more, yeah. yeah. It's not yeah. get a lot to do in this film, but no. horror legend. Smash or pass? Um, what oh, era? no. <laughs> no? Pass? <laughs> I was like, oh. oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, pass. I mean, pass. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> oh God! I actually really think no. Pa- yeah, pass. Absolutely not. No, no. And if our listeners could also write in with an answer yeah, to that, just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need to know. <laughs> research. We're going to send it to Robert England. Um, your feedback. So, <laughs> shall we discuss our feature presentation? They terrified you with the movie Alien. Now the creators of Alien take you along the strangest road you've ever traveled. A road with only one way in and no way out. The terrors of Alien have come down to Earth. Dead and buried will take your breath away. All of it. Dead and buried. Now showing at a cinema near you. Check newspapers for details. We start with some very sad piano music and the opening credits over a black and white photo of Potter's Buff, Bluff. <laughs> Potter's Bluff. That's the fan fiction Gary used to write about Harry Potter. <laughs> An amateur photographer arrives in coastal Potter's Bluff to take some pictures of the beach before he gets a jump scare by someone's foot. Yeah, these oh, photos. Yeah. Not great, are they? <laughs> No, I'm trying his best. Right, here's here's some old tat on the beach. Here's a bird. Here's you know, (laughs) it's not great. I wasn't a big fan of his. He's not even using the rule of thirds. Calls himself. (laughs) 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 Uh, We get some amazing dialogue when uh, this queen shows up um, in a red in a amazing red outfit. Uh, She says. That's a really good camera, isn't it? You've got to be a professional photographer to have a camera like that. Okay, have you been researching cameras? How did you do that? <laughs> All right, camera expert over here. <laughs> they are camera experts. Well, I mean, supposedly, oh, they are, yeah. 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 They are camera experts, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, assuming they haven't just all stolen them from other victims. <laughs> oh, maybe they have. Yeah. They maybe, maybe. Like, they just have a thing for photographers. Yeah, but, um, yeah. Well, you know, there's old bottles on the beach aren't going to wow. photograph themselves, are they? <laughs> <laughs> they, they talk to business. Kind of red stripe floating in the background. <laughs> Ooh, art. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they talk doing business with photography and make up names for each other. They decide on Freddie and Lisa, which is quite fitting because she kind of looks like Lisa from The Room a little bit. She does. Oh, yeah. It's a prequel. A prequel. Yeah. Oh, so she does. Tommy yeah. Wiseau's inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then 
the actress's name is Lisa. Is the actress called Lisa as well? Yeah, but in the credits, she's Girl on Beach. Girl on Beach. Oh, oh, then... oh how horrible. She's on the beach, but then she's a nurse throughout the rest of the film. Yeah, certain characters in this film, they don't get actual names because there's only one of everything in this film. So there's only one girl on the beach at the first. At first. Then the mm. waitress, she's the only waitress in the town. Doctor is the only doctor in the town. It's yeah. like, come on. Oh, give yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So oh, we don't have to name him. It's fine. People will know what we mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I do my notes. I do refer to her as Lisa. Yeah. From the, I'm not just going to go girl on beach. No, we'll girl on beach. Well, yeah, give her a name. We'll yeah. give her a name. Lisa, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is when we get the ridiculously camp photo shoot. Um, he's just <laughs> shouting stuff at her while she's, while she's doing some great poses. He, in some of my favorite dialogue, he says, you're great. That's wonderful. I'm going to put this in Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I was like, sir, sir, do you know anybody? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. What are your credentials? Yeah. This is going straight in Playboy. Yeah. Like, is it? Yeah. Or are you taking these pictures home? Let's I'm be gonna, honest. I'm going to send this to Playboy along with my selective photos of rope and seagulls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's the moment he says, I'm going to send these to Playboy, that she takes her top down. <laughs> That's <laughs> like playable. <laughs> Let me get ready. <laughs> I'm not sure about her hair. I was a little confused. No, I didn't like the hair neither. I also didn't like the outfit. I didn't like it. Oh, no. Oh. no, I knew the top was coming down. Like, I knew, I was like look, this is tied <laughs> too loosely. We all know this is coming down. <laughs> he even knew as well, probably. But the hair kind of curled. Inwards, yeah. I thought she had it tied <laughs> up in like a Star Wars style, and then when it was a close-up, I was like, "Oh, it curls inward rather than outward." I'm like, "I don't like that." So yeah, she lost all credibility. Oh, that ain't making, poor girl. That bitch. ain't making yeah. Playboy without hair. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. She's been relegated back down from Lisa to girl on beach now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> now we understand why they didn't want to name you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> More like Argos catalogue model. <laughs> wow, poor poor girl on beach. I know, I do. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. God, please. Um, but, you know, in the words of some famous dialogue in old, there is something wrong with this beach. And, <laughs> and we realise it's a sinister side to Lisa, don't we? <laughs> We, yeah. we do. Yeah. After after yeah. she invites him to have sex with her, she steals his camera, takes a picture of him. Okay, Lisa, that's an expensive camera. Be careful. You've already pointed out how expensive it is. Yeah. Um, and now she's the owner of it, and uh, a mob of townspeople beat him, post uh, put him on a post with a fishing net and mm. set him on fire. Yeah. Can I just ask, where did they all come from? Because they were far yeah. too sneaky, sneaky up on that beach. I was like, look, I know you I know you think you're going to get it in. So you're like, oh, girl on beach, it's going down. But look at your surroundings. Yeah. yeah. Like, look at your surroundings. Did they just jump out of the sand? Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> they just washed up on the shore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah here we are. More expensive cameras also. Yeah. <laughs> Um, a really nasty first death scene. Um, mm. I I really I, I don't remember it being this uh, this brutal this first one mm. because I mean you all you see really is him on fire but still pretty 
there. It's quite intense. Yeah. It's quite intense. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think there was a sale on beanies? Because every fucker has a beanie on. But it's a seaside town, boats and fishermen. You know, Everyone wears a hat. Such an array of hats. He's he's even got a hat on, one of his newsboy hats. So oh, we know yeah. that he's, yeah, he he's a photographer. He's got a minivan and a newsboy hat. <laughs> he's taking it serious. Sure. Sheriff Dan Gillis, uh, assisted by Dobbs, the mortician, discovers Freddy's burnt body in a crashed car and uh, the body screams at them. Oh, that was hilarious. Sorry. That was so funny. You liked that bit, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I, I quite liked it. I liked mm. that I liked that he wasn't just dead. Like that kind of it seemed as though, you know, they they'd failed, you know? Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, yeah, and and the effect looks really good as well for his uh, for his burnt body, and mm. yeah, he's also part of one of the best effects of the film later on as well. Yeah. Um. The next day, Dan and some friends, including Robert Englund's Harry, are discussing finding the body over breakfast when the waitress tells him how terrible it was. Now we know that the waitress is the same character who lit the match and set him on fire mm. because the soundtrack, <laughs> when the camera pans to her, is. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you get the evil noise. Boom! <laughs> oh! yeah. It's her. Should have had the shade now. Noise her hair. Yeah. <laughs> now, her hair. What about that? Hers, okay. When was this film set? Because she's <laughs> she's giving World War Two realness. She looks like it's the forties, but yeah. later on they reference. 1969, don't yeah. they? So it must be set in the late 70s. But why Why the fuck is she dressed like that? <laughs> <laughs> Potter's, Potter's Bluff really wasn't on their game when it came to the fashion trends of the time. <laughs> no, I suppose not. Anything. No catalogues, no nothing. They just had to make do. Hats and fishing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe if we buy all of the headwear, we'll be in the right era at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep trying, girls. Keep trying. <laughs> What's that? Is it Air Raid Cafe? Or... Oh, we don't need to talk about the Air Raid Cafe. No. Fuck you know. But is it, was it not giving you that? It was giving the what Air, is the air oh Raid Cafe. Oh, no, I want to know. What is so... that? <laughs> Shout out to the Air Raid Cafe. Um, it's good that you don't know what it is. So it's um, a bunch of <laughs> it's a bunch of old white Tories that um, got together in a cafe in where was it? Where I don't I don't know Sussex maybe probably um, and they all did uh, a song for the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. To the tune of uh, what song was it? Go again? West. Go West uh, by by the Pet Shop Boys, and it's one of the most horrific things you will ever see it's in awful. your entire life. But it's hilarious because of that. <laughs> we yeah, could like, do a whole they episode. All look so bored. Going, <laughs> we love you, Your Majesty. We love oh you God. on YouTube, and yeah. it's yeah, it's awful. And it's it. This cafe is giving that. 
it's given that. What, <laughs> what, is, <laughs> what is with these again, tangible? What is with these like weird songs? It's like we need a woman in the house, the White House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys seen that? Yeah, a guy that made a song for the Hillary Clinton campaign. Um, and it was incredible. He's he is living his fantasy. He's going in is like yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's lo- oh, and everyone in the background is just like really struggling to clap in time it's, yeah. it's great and, and, then, you... yeah. and, and then it became a meme and then it became a full music video yes he oh, put but... some money behind that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. someone decided this has legs <laughs> have you have you heard the commentary market song no oh. Okay, yeah, you need to when when we finish recording, go on YouTube and watch the Coventry Market song. You will not regret it. <laughs> oh, we we will swap songs after this. Yeah, like, yeah. We need to swap some songs. An entire song dedicated to how great Coventry Market is and how you can buy all kinds of everything there. Nice, love it. What what yeah. kind? What all kinds of everything was was included? It's a uh, big pair of knickers. Oh. Um, it was. Cashews. Cashews. Tattoos. Tattoos and cashews. Carpets. Um, Six for a pound on fruit. Okay. This is giving me like one pound fish vibe. There's one pound fish. It's also East Hills for back to school. (laughs) Do you remember that one? Vine. Vine classics. Oh, good old Vine. (laughs) Um, Meanwhile, in in Plotter's Plotter's Bluff, (laughs) Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, the butter's bluff. Uh, a fisherman goes to Coventry Market. No, he's uh, he's taking. He's... <laughs> There's some great deals. <laughs> uh, he's talking to himself when the townspeople show up, take pictures of him, and kill him with a scythe. Mm. Well, he's not talking. He is talking to himself, but he's yes. pissed as a fart, isn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. had way too much. Um, cinematography from this point on is. Fantastic. And mm. during filming, Gary Sherman purposely avoided letting the colour red be visible in any scene so the sight of blood during the murder sequences would be more shocking, to the point he even had some of the tail lights on the cars replaced with purple lights instead of the normal wow. red. Wow. And you, you can really tell you, there's so much atmosphere in this film because of the filmmaking. It's it's fantastic. That That yeah. is skill. I mean, it's, it's absolutely it. be the fog, but, you know, it it's definitely given the fog. Yes. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that, that's that's true. The fog, like I think, just the use of shadows as well. Like the yeah, shadowing was yeah. so spot on. I think you even yeah. said that as well, right? Yeah. Like the shadowing just looked so so beautiful. Yeah. Really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few really good shots that I've got in my notes coming up, um, especially the one with the family in the house and the person's in yeah. the window yeah. in the background. That's mm, yeah, really yeah. Good. That was your favorite. Yeah. Um. Grandpa Joe's having a dance around Mrs. Collins' corpse at his morgue <laughs> when uh, Dan comes to visit him. And he tells Dan, poor Mrs. Collins, she looked as though she was in a street fight. What do we think happened to Mrs. Collins? Well, it's revealed later. I thought... Was it? Yeah, I thought oh, it was a read. Oh, is it? That's was it? what I, I thought. Sure. But what's, oh, later on, he talks about that the, the bodies have to be damaged in some way. So mm. this little old lady died in her sleep. But he's beat her up or gotten his people to Fucking beat her up, up. Grandpa so Joe. that he can fix her and create her, you know, his artistry. Right. Um, 
because she died a really boring death in her sleep, he had mm. to make it more exciting so he could work his magic. Yeah. All right. Poor I thing. completely missed that. Yeah, so did I. That went over my head. Yeah, okay. poor Mrs. Collins. Yeah. Oh, no. Clearly wasn't memorable if all of us forgot about us. <laughs> <laughs> Do your thing, Grandpa Joe. We understand. <laughs> Until he talked about it thing, later, I, I, I thought it was a bit of a read. I was like, oh, it's a bit, it's a bit harsh. She's an old lady, for God's sake. Leave her alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she died in her sleep, but she still looked like she got beaten up. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, Look at this rough <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Grandpa Joe, the king of shape. <laughs> <laughs> He tells Dan how uh, he's an artist and likes to make his corpses memorable. And at this point, Dan doesn't think, shit, maybe he's the fucking killer. But no, he's like, oh, that's perfectly normal. Uh, he's just, yeah. just a sketchy old man. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like, this I can deal with, but my wife is some, like, witchcraft. This I can't yeah. deal with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the issue. Yeah. Um, Dan tells Dobbs how he's concerned that something strange is going on when he's interrupted by a call from Betty at the station to tell him there's been another murder, which is, of course, the fisherman. Mm. Dan goes to see Ben, who owns the town's uh, top-rated Airbnb, and uh, provides some of the best <laughs> line delivery in the film. Like, it's, Ben Jones was like, oh, Christ. Like, he really <laughs> drags every line of dialogue out so much. Dan is a messy bitch who loves drama. Definitely. <laughs> he takes Dan to Freddy's room where they just find loads of photographs. And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, I saw your wife in here the other day. Like, oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Living for stirring the pot. Living for stirring the pot, honestly. I'm like, why, why are you saying that now? Like, why are you saying that now? Loving stirring the pot, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ben definitely has a producer's credit. He's just in there to push definitely the plot producers, Yeah, definitely the Carl <laughs> Richards of uh, Potter's Bluff. Uh, Dan and Janet. Yeah, so we're introduced to Janet, um, Dan's wife. Um, and they're talking about Freddie. Yeah, they are talking about yeah. Freddie. She, she knew Freddy. it because he, well. George. Uh, spoiler, I was about to get to that. Oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> She knew him because he takes photos for the local school, and his real name is George Lemoyne. Oh, what, what a what a great name, George Lemoyne. That's a fabulous name. Yeah. That's a great name. Yeah, very good. Name. Arden George. I don't know why he accepted Freddie on the beach when he could just say, actually, you know, it's Mister Lemoyne. You don't wear a hat <laughs> like that with mustard yellow without being called George Lemoyne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why? Why does a school need a photographer? Why does she think he'd believe this? Yeah, yeah, a permanently employed photographer yeah. over there. <laughs> who's, all, who's also dealing photography equipment to the school. Yeah. So, so, so he's selling photography equipment and is their permanent in-residence photographer. Yeah. That's, that's quite a role to fill. Just a bit, just but, a bit weird, isn't it? Just a bit sketchy. Yeah, it's a small yeah. town. Small town with one doctor, one mortician, <laughs> one, uh, one, one school photographer. One school photographer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the usual. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who apparently knows Hugh Hefner. Yeah. Apparently. yeah, yeah. Like yeah, that with Playboy. Yeah, yeah. I really hope they did a DBS check on him because that is really <laughs> strange. Yeah. Uh, Dan's out and about and he bumps into Mr. Haskell in his car. Uh, the principal at the school, we know this because he says, 
After all, I am the principal at the school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and <laughs> he says episode. they never brought any photos from George. Mm. So they, they don't, they don't know him, what they're talking about. Okay, one thing, and this is a huge spoiler, huge spoiler. If you've never, if you haven't watched the film, you shouldn't be listening. We've already spoiled anyway. it already. Yeah, we've already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's with all this drama between people when the big reveal? I know. Yeah, is the fact that they're all dead. <laughs> they are all thirsty for drama. What is in that with town. this? What's with this EastEnders bullshit? We're like, is Janet having it with her? You know, what's with all of this when the big reveal at the end is that the sheriff was dead all along? Anyway? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit melodramatic, isn't yeah. it? You know, we kind yeah. of just carry on with their life, you know. <laughs> just tell him. It's like, yeah. mind your business, Sheriff. You're already dead yourself. You're one of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can stop investigating now. Yeah, this doesn't this doesn't matter. This all doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. This no, doesn't I'm, matter. Yeah. I'm telling you, I didn't buy any camera equipment, okay? <laughs> Get off my back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, by George... the way, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. <laughs> Welcome to Potter's Bluff. <laughs> George uh, managed to survive his attack, uh, and he's in the hospital. And uh, Dan goes to talk to him, but a doctor tells him George won't be able to talk because he has no lips. Mm. Now, the effect here is absolutely just phenomenal, because Stan Winston did special effects for this film, who, of course, did... Uh, Pumpkinhead and Alien and mm. Terminator. Um, he really went above and beyond. Uh, the figure in the full body cast lying on a hospital bed was actually a mechanical dummy built by Winston. Wow. Yeah, it's like the, the uh. movements and everything. It looks incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, very effective scene coming up, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Probably the most famous scene in the film. And another scene where there's a really great shot. So mm. George, not George, uh, Dan and the doctor, he doesn't get a name because he's the only doctor. Yeah, just one <laughs> they're, they're talking in the corridor in, in the hospital. And in the background, you can see Lisa. Um, she just gets up, walks into the room, and kills him by sticking a fucking needle in his eye. That yeah. was completely. I did not expect that at all. That was completely unexpected and looked absolutely stunning. Yeah. And that yeah. just made me like, yeah. oh, oh. Yeah, it was really it good. It looked disgusting yeah. in the best way. Yeah. yeah. I love I love the eeriness of the empty hospital. Mm. Like we're used to in films seeing hospitals very busy in real life, hospitals very busy. And this is, you know, I was gonna say dead then, but yeah, I suppose it is. Uh, but very quiet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very quiet, very eerie. I love that shot down when uh, he's talking to the doctor down the hall. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's very sort of e- yeah, eerie. Um, mm. Lisa, for you, man, yeah. she's got the negatives back. She has. She's like, this ain't for Playboy. He lied to me. <laughs> I look awful. I'm fuming. Goes, sticks a needle in his eye. Good yeah. one, Lisa. <laughs> <It's for Playboy. laughs> yeah. I loved, I loved in uh, in the kill as well how um, how quiet it was. I think a lot of yes. modern a lot of modern movies like rely on. I mean, this film we as we as we've said like relies on 
on sound a lot to sort of tell you what's happening in the narrative almost yeah, there, there was a few more times where like the sound would be like doing a reveal yeah. and i'd be like who's that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> i don't know i'm i'm really shocked and surprised but i'm not quite sure why but um <laughs> but in that in that death scene when she stuck the needle through it, I, I i can't fully remember but i feel like it almost went like silent for yeah, a very short absolute period of time silence. Yeah. yeah it was just and... like like that, yeah. it was just like a noise. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I think that absolutely made it way more effective. Definitely. And how do you follow an effective scene like that? Well, I'll tell you how. Grandpa <laughs> Joe with some amazing dialogue. Oh, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel! What a great disappointment you are. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I know you've been in Dynasty, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he is fuming that Dan couldn't get more details about George. And Dan tells Dobbs that he makes him sick and that he should leave him alone. Yet he still doesn't suspect him from being a, being a murderer. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he refers to George as a burnt steak. <laughs> he says you bought me a burnt steak. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does. No alarm bells whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, Nothing yeah. going on. He just He's really... One... <laughs> Sorry, one thing about the sheriff is he doesn't interview a single person. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't he, no. anyone in. Somebody <laughs> has been stabbed with a needle in an empty hospital stall. Someone going around in a nurse's outfit. Could it be her? Mm, yeah. no, he is doing the bare minimum. I'm like, you, you don't even want to walk down the hall to investigate if the person's dropped anything, <laughs> still around, just yeah. waiting around the corner. You are doing the bare minimum, sir. Yeah, like, oh my God, he's dead. Oh, well, he's doing the bare minimum. He's doing the bare minimum whilst acting like he's got the most difficult job in the world. Oh, I can't <laughs> fucking take this anymore. Do you want to interview someone? No, I can't be asked to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and my stress like, levels are a thousand how many interviews have you done oh not one yeah. to be honest do i look like i have time i'm the only police officer in this town <laughs> run off my face <laughs> at what point do you bring in the fbi <laughs> like, at what, yeah. how many murders do you have to have to bring in the fbi into a yeah. small town yeah at twin peaks it was just one <laughs> yeah. That is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. Um, that, yeah. Sorry, just go, just going back to the uh to the non-interviews actually. He's got <laughs> he's got enough in he's got enough information from the principal of the school and his wife to corroborate that someone is lying about the sale yeah. of camera equipment. <laughs> He hasn't interviewed anybody about the death of George in the hospital. That's, no. that's a really good point. No. Priorities. Yeah. Priorities. This, this film that we were saying was really good at the start. Coming apart. <laughs> <laughs> but that's been a theme for the last few podcast episodes is like terrible emergency services. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the doctors in Night of the Bloody Age, the police in Blood Feast. And now this sheriff here. Well, yeah. Because the principal just happened to be driving by. Like, oh, I mate, <laughs> you spoke to my wife recently. She gave you only a camera. <laughs> but it's like this, this whole time, he's got Grandpa Joe constantly going to him looking for a nasty corpse. And he's still not once. You know, there's moments where he's like, I don't know who's doing this. Who's doing this? Well, have you thought about maybe asking him, doing a background check? Like you do, like an hour and ten minutes into the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He did yeah. that a little earlier on, and I mean, uh, we get a great film. I was going to say, so I'm glad he takes his time. But <laughs> yeah. we could have wrapped this up a bit quicker, though. We could have <laughs> this could have been wrapped up. This could have been wrapped up, and you could have found out that you're 
beards earlier as well. <laughs> <laughs> Janet comes home uh, serving an outfit that looks like a mixture of Margaret White from Carrie and Carly Simon. Oh my God, she's so it's monochromatic. Yeah, she's got gloves. She's got a cape. A hat. She's got hair. Her hair mm. is gorgeous. It's big. It's flowing. You know, for a dead woman, spoiler alert, she looks great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really serving. Yeah. Really serving. Yeah. Yeah. Dan is so upset about the murders and she's just like, oh, yeah, that, that's a shame. Anyway, she, I'm having she, a great day. She, <laughs> she couldn't give two shits, could she? No. Yeah, she was very much like, anyway, let's talk about me. How am I doing today? <laughs> More about me, please. <laughs> We're then introduced to a family, uh, Ron, Linda, and their child, Jamie, who looks suspiciously like the uh, adult child from House by the Cemetery. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what, what was it? Bob? Bob from House by the Cemetery. Was it? Oh, oh, you mean the blonde one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he also sounds a bit like him as well. He has the weirdest cry I've ever heard. Like, uh, He's just annoying. Yeah. Like, just, just stop. He was yeah. giving me like the kid yeah. from the Babadook. Like, just, yeah. just be quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stop. I think you actually did say shut up twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'd say it again. I'd yeah. say it again. But yeah. dude, stop whining. Please. I, I also, and this is probably why we don't have children right now. <laughs> <laughs> I also love as well, again, uh, I'm probably moving this on a little too quickly, but when when uh, they have like a car accident. And uh, and um, and then he, he the the dad I can't remember the dad's character's name but he he says to the kid <laughs> uh, he says to the kid like oh don't worry all little boys bang their heads sometimes <laughs> and it's like he's he's been in a car accident like <laughs> yeah he's not walked into the corner of a table like yeah. he's been in a car accident yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's such a good point that's okay everyone over it. <laughs> Everyone loses a toe every now and then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what really stands out about this family is the fact that the rest of the film, you can tell the melodramatic performances are on purpose. Like they're, they're doing it to make everything seem a little off and, you know, everyone's mm. doing a really good job. These three can't fucking act at all. And, and it's, just, <laughs> it's disappointing because the dad is Dick Pizza. You know? Uh, oh, he's oh. Dick Pizza. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it all the, makes the sense. <laughs> The mum is the star of the new adventures of Lois and Clark. So it's like, you know, expect a little more from them. But no, the three of them can't act for shit. Is that the Terry Hatcher one? Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, no, I don't. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> they, they look don't remember anything, for fuck's sake. So I have to write so many fucking notes. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking for directions. Um, and George, now going by his name of Freddie is back from the dead and working as a gas station attendant. Yeah, looking fresh, looking very yeah, fresh. Considering he was uh, mm. badly burnt last time we saw him, he's, he's looking great. Um, yeah. He offers to show them to the gas station, but yeah, they crash their car into a lamppost on the way and bicker about a light that Linda thinks she saw, whilst Jamie oh, is crying about the bump on his head. Just be quiet, just everybody in the car, shush, like, like, everyone be quiet. <laughs> Everyone, please. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be quiet. I love, I love. One of the things that I do love as well is that when we were watching this, um, Amelia quite often uses these sort of c scenarios as examples of being like, "Look, right, if I saw a fucking light in your house, you better fucking believe me." Like, <laughs> if I say, "Let's get out of this house," we better be going. Yeah. We better be going. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and, and that's the thing though. They, they see the light. He doesn't believe her, and yeah. then they go into the creepy fucking mortuary for help. Like yeah. um, everywhere they could go for help. Like I mean, spoiler alert. Later on, they get the car started. They could have just got the car started and carried on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were in that mortuary or whatever the house or whatever it was. They were in there for bloody ages, looking around yeah. like I don't know yeah. if anyone's here. Hello. Oh, I'll just go upstairs. Yeah. Everyone here? Hello. It's like you oh, are yeah. trespassing. Yeah, because there is a shot. There is a shot as well where there's like a good like two inches of dust on something, and like yeah. the, you know they're just like, oh, I wonder, wonder they must have gone out. I definitely saw a light. There. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they definitely still live here. Someone is still yeah. here. Nothing in the fridge. No, someone's definitely here. <laughs> yeah, let's keep looking. <laughs> let's keep searching around. I mean, thankfully, I'm so I'm so grateful that these characters are so silly because this is some of the best cinematography in the film. As, as we mentioned yeah. earlier, you know, the, the figure in the window in the background whilst Ron goes to the basement. Uh, to see if he can find a switch for the lights. Seriously, why are you going to the basement to find a switch for the lights? Just get out of the fucking house. Seriously. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. The townspeople start attacking them. but They make it back to the car. It won't start at first, but it starts after one of the townspeople appears in the back seat and grabs Jamie. And just when you think, yes, the kid's going to fucking die. We don't have to hear that annoying <laughs> cry anymore. He survives. They get the person out of the car um, and they escape. Yeah, so we think. Yeah, mm. yeah. She gets her forehead snatched. She just gets. <laughs> oh, she does get snatched. <laughs> I did. I that that was one of the bits I um that I did really like about the film as well. I was I was really glad that they made their escape. I Up was until like, that point. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. Because you kind of think, okay, so what are they going to do now? Then are they going to go somewhere and tell them about this, and the police are going to show up, or yeah. are they just going to mm. go on with their lives and move on? Um, but neither of the above. No. Let's <laughs> yeah. soon find out. Dan, meanwhile, um, <laughs> as if that poor woman didn't have enough trauma from her uh, snatched <laughs> forehead, he runs her over. <laughs> is it her? Yeah. Oh, is it? Was that her? Yeah, no, she's wandering the about without the forehead. Is it her? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, was um, it? And, uh... <laughs> I missed that as well. <laughs> yeah, but... She, she's had enough now at this point. Cool, she's we're counting enough. on you, Gary. <laughs> she's had enough, so she attacks him. Um, but before that, her arm is attached to the car. Still moving. Yeah, yeah, I like that effect. Was that her mm. arm? I'm sure. I thought that was the boys' art. Oh no! I'm yeah, sorry. it was the it was the boys. It was the boys' the, uh, was it? The, yeah, it was the ginger-haired yes. mortuary. Yeah. Assistant. Yes. Yes. Oh, that, okay. Run over. They did look very yeah. similar. Him and uh, the forehead. It was, and the cinematography is lovely, and I I like it. But there were moments that were maybe a little too dark. Where yeah. What is yes. going on there? A bit and, squinty to see what was happening. Yeah, there was some bits that was far too dark. Because you're I, just, I just yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh no, sorry, go on, carry on. If you're just watching, and we, we we get this a lot, if you're just watching watching, then it's fine. But if you're watching for the podcast and you're like, who's that? Who's who's going there? Who's, who's, who's in the trees? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, okay. Alec, what's going on? Who is that? What? Why are they doing that? Even the dude, when like our first kill man, when he was back pumping the gas, I was like, "Is that the guy from the 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. The only reason we knew it was him was because of the music. Otherwise, he would have just been Freddie. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. yeah. That, I think that was one of the things that we kind of did did find a bit difficult to get on with it uh, for a, for a short period of time was. We weren't hundred percent sure if we'd seen them before or not. Mm. Yeah, I have to admit when I when that scene when it's revealed that it's uh, the guy from the start, I thought that was uh, Jimmy, the mortician assistant. Oh yeah. When he took the photos later on, I was like, okay, no, I'm going to go back and change those notes. It's definitely this is what you should have, and no one steal this idea because it might it might be lucrative. <laughs> Instead of subtitles, you get explanations. <laughs> so underneath, yeah. you go, this is the man from the beach at the beginning of the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, we need to bring back the little paperclip from PC. <laughs> we, can, we could do that. Oh, my God. We hear you're trying to write a screenplay for Dead and Buried. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Give him some work again. He need, yeah, he needs a bit of work, the paperclip. I'd love to see him again. Just pops up, I'm afraid this is a plot hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to draw your attention to this massive plot hole. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the person that gets run over uh, escapes with their arm. <laughs> Which one? Mm. Oh, they well, take it's the Jimmy. Arm. He escapes with his arm. He holds the arm. Dan goes back home to Janet and uh, says, Janet, have you seen my shells, honey? And she says, Shells? When did you go to the beach? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gun shells! Gun damn it! Gun shells! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is so angry now. He is yeah. Yeah. absolutely had it. The stress levels are rising. <laughs> he finds a, a book about witchcraft in their bedroom and he is that that is it. That is his tipping point. He's fuming. Yeah. He, he, absolutely. He fuming. is yeah. He is uh he goes to her in the kitchen and she claims to have have been teaching witchcraft in school because kids like creepy stuff. That's how teaching works, isn't it? Yeah, the kids like yeah. something. It's like, oh yeah, we'll teach that. Yeah, forget yeah, the yeah, curriculum. Yeah. Let's let's <laughs> what you guys want. <laughs> she asks them. It might to... work better than fucking double science. Like I've well. never used double science. I hate to be one of those people because I do understand how schools mm. work. But you know, would you I, use? Witchcraft? I don't use science on a daily basis. Would you use witchcraft on a daily no, basis? No, but they could have taught me about mortgages, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, you know, this is yes. what the kids want to learn. <laughs> oh, that is that is witchcraft, right? <laughs> oh god, that's very true. <laughs> that is it. We appreciate the school teachers, but yeah, <laughs> some life skills, please. <laughs> Uh, she two, asked plus, that... two plus two is not enough for a deposit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not enough for a witchcraft spell either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, she asked Dan to take some film to Ernie to get developed and uh, also hands him a shotgun shells that she found. Also, Ernie, why wasn't he just a uh, film developer guy in the cast? Why does he get a name? Yeah. He's oh, the yeah. only one in the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why is he um, so important? I know, yeah. He's a really boring character as well. I mean, we don't see him in like two scenes. Wait. Yeah. Oh, no, the doctor's a man. I was going to say, is it only women that don't get names? No, they're oh, oh. right in this film. It's everyone's... <laughs> oh, no, actually, there's probably more women without names. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Mm. Women are disproportion- disproportionately left out in the in the naming convention of the cast. <laughs> I'd like to say I'm surprised, but... <laughs> <laughs> 
Sure, whatever. <laughs> sure. Uh, Harry discovers the family's car on the beach with nothing in there other than a toy airplane and informs Dan about it. So the family are dead. Oh, no. And buried. Hey. Dan scrapes some flesh from his car and takes it to the local doctor. Doctor. Our favorite character, Doctor. Uh, ben tells Dan that dead George is at the petrol station and tells him to talk to his wife. Ben's stirring, stirring that the pot, pot again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he loves it. He loves Always it. stirring that pot. <laughs> But Janet's busy teaching the kids about voodoo at school, isn't she? Very on the nose. <laughs> yeah. Very, very inappropriate. The, the way she grabbed yeah. that little girl up. was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's no. very inappropriate. <laughs> did think that. That was a bit much. Yeah, yeah. A bit too scary for the old kids, isn't it? <laughs> well, they love creepy stuff, apparently, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they were just... <laughs> they were just desperate for Voodoo uh, to be on the curriculum this year. Yeah. <laughs> in poor, this, this poor girl as well also doesn't have a name. Um, a girl arrives in Potter's Bluff and hitches a ride. Someone in the... Someone who ever pulls up in the car is like, you sure you want to ride with me? How do you know I'm not a dirty old man? And, and immediately you think, hang on a minute. Okay, actually, yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'll walk... Oh, no, I'll definitely get in this car. Yeah. The way she swings her rucksack into yeah. the back of that car, she was just like, oh, well. Yeah. I, I was like, man, I hope so. Car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy, here's hoping. Yeah, Let me my, get in. My lucky day, yeah. yeah. He takes her to a junkyard. The townspeople start taking pictures of her, and he fucking kills her with a ruck to the head off screen. Yeah. Um, she really, I mean... I don't know why they cut away because we get to the aftermath and it is brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, you've really did a number on her. Much to uh, Grandpa Joe's amusement. Yes. He yeah. promises to make her beautiful again, even more beautiful than before, and removes her skin and reconstructs her face. I thought that looked absolutely sick. I yeah. thought that was so fantastic. Yeah. That yeah. looked yeah. awesome. Yeah. I think yes. that 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 whole kind of deconstruction and then construction piece mm. was done really well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And it kind of makes up for having an off-screen kill because mm. you know sometimes that could be a bit of a cop out, um, mm. you know, to secure a certain rating. But it's like, mm. nope, you're going to follow it with a face reconstruction and a very detailed one at that. So cannot be mad at an off-screen kill. Yeah, and he's right as well, though. She looks much. Oh better. yeah, he did a he did he, a great she's job. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he gets the lipstick out. He's like, he does. He's a bit of really blush. Going for it. A bit of blush. <laughs> like she looks great. Well done, Uncle, Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe. <laughs> <laughs> go, Uncle Joe. Go. I love, that, <laughs> Uncle Joe. I love that we have just continued to refer to him as Grandpa Joe oh, the that entire is time. Him. As well. We could have called him the dude from Fox and the Hound, whatever the hell he was, but no. <laughs> Grandpa Joe, it's gotta be yeah. After a while, the hitchhiker rises from the dead. She's back and she's ready to serve, but we never see her again. So. I know she's <laughs> true. It's true. All of that work for nothing. <laughs> the the doctor tells Dan that the tissue samples um, that he provided has been dead approximately three or four months, mm. and just when he's studying the sample some more, the townspeople kill him by injecting acid into his nose. Someone yeah. likes the grass. Yeah. <laughs> grass. <laughs> grass them up. This, 
the effectiveness as well. Are yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I think the uh, the Pretty townspeople nasty. are the townspeople are definitely wanting to make uh, Grandpa Joe work. Oh yeah. Like really yeah. work. Oh yeah. Like, just completely <laughs> melt the inside of his head. That, right, wait. Reconstruct that, mate. That is so true. They know that he's doing the old yeah. reconstruction. They're like, right, let's let's just demolish these people's heads <laughs> yeah. let's give him something to, let's just make him go away for a few hours or a few days <laughs> doing the reconstruction he could have slit some throats to be fair to make yeah. it easy for him well he, yeah. he wasn't keen on that he wasn't keen on that i mean he went went to town on uh that what was the character's name she got a name even though she started off dead what was the name the uh Which woman one? who's working on old lady oh mrs friend. collins oh, uh, yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's it, Mrs. Collins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Collins. Uh, Dan requests that George's coffin is dug up, and he discovers no corpse in there, just a heart wrapped in a jumper. Mm. Uh, he goes to the gas station. <laughs> he, goes <to> the gas... <laughs> he goes to the gas station and takes a few pictures of a confused-looking Freddy. Yeah, he does. Can I just say? <laughs> Can I just say, with the unburying of the the what what's it called? Um, I'm doing hand motions. The coffin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, why is he using a pickaxe? Because he uses a pickaxe, right? Yeah. And I think I said to you, it's like, why is he using a pick? Just use the shovel. Use the shovel. Nah. Then you were like, no, that's not the correct way to do yeah, it. Yeah, you've got to loosen the soil first. <laughs> Done this plenty of times. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> How do you know this? Not, 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 not. not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hang on, pause yeah. the podcast. Yeah. How do you... <laughs> you know. I told you they were right. The Tory MPs in the 80s were right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plenty of hobbies, music, podcasting, digging up graves. Yeah, only weekends, though. Only weekends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. every other weekend. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time out to join us on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we know your time is precious. <laughs> Dan finally grows suspicious of Dobbs, um, Grandpa Joe, and asks Betty to conduct a background check. The doctor's alive again. And Dan asks him if it's possible for corpses to be reanimated and uh, <laughs> admits the sample he gave him was from a person he ran over. It's like, whoa, hang on a minute. As far as you know, this isn't a reanimated doctor. This is the same guy you were talking to before. You're like, yeah, yeah I fucking <laughs> ran over a guy. Um, can you bring people back to life? Okay, and your sound <laughs> sketchy, <Dan. laughs> It's not exactly what you want to hear from the sheriff at the time. <laughs> yeah, he's- Finally admitting to a hit and run that he committed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Betty tells Dan that Dobbs, Grandpa Joe, was formerly the chief pathologist in Providence, Rhode Island, until he was dismissed 10 years before conducting an authorised experiments in the county morgue. It's almost like he should have realised this a lot earlier on. Yeah, But he goes (laughs) home and he watches the footage that Janet gave to him and it is like EastEnders at Christmas, isn't it? When they show a, a video <laughs> with evidence of someone having an affair. It's footage of <laughs> Max and Stacy, the big reveal. <laughs> it's footage of Janet having sex with someone before she murders them. Woo! And all of the townspeople are there watching. They're like, yeah, go on, girl, you got this. <laughs> <laughs> We're all behind you. You go. They have moral support. 
Um, so Dan confronts Grandpa Joe about this and he admits that he has developed a secret technique for reanimating the dead and all of the townspeople are reanimated corpses under his control. He considers himself an artist who uses his reanimated uh, corpses to murder the living in order to create more corpses for him to create art with. That's very complicated. Like, you could just do it yourself, Grandpa Joe. Yeah, but it's it's what I enjoy, and I'm I'm glad that they did this. They didn't feel the need to explain it all. No, he yeah. wasn't you know, like, well, I took this, and then I took that, yeah. and I discovered this. I'm like, no, I'm keeping it to my grave. I'm not telling you because we want to keep this an hour and a half. You know, we ain't got the time. <laughs> <laughs> this is a quick B movie. We got an hour and a half. I ain't explaining it, and you're not gonna get it out of me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. just be happy, all right. I'm not. I'm not going into what happens afterwards. How I got to this point. Look, who the first one was? No, just be happy. This is an hour and a fucking half. Be happy with it. <laughs> Janet shows up, oh. serving again, and she starts talking shit. Dan <laughs> remo- Dan removes a piece of her face and shoots her. Uh, but then he shoots Grandpa Joe as well. Yeah, he's had enough now. He has. He has had enough. This is when he's yeah. acting. This is when, oh, God damn it. Oh. He's yeah, like, yeah, 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 this is where the chops come out, the yeah. acting chops. Yeah. While my girl is like persistently asking what he wants for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, do you want for, what do you want for dinner? Yeah. I think she was doing some beef stroganoff or something, wasn't she? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It great. It was, it was, um, yeah, that was, that was a bit strange. Yeah. Like she was perfectly compass for most of the movie and then all of a sudden there's like a one line yeah kind of like does nothing else kind of thing yeah really hooked on dinner yeah yeah <laughs> yeah a question that might get me investigated oh, what what are the legalities of shagging a corpse that's been reanimated <laughs> is it technically necrophilia like i'm assuming they've consummated their marriage <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but what um, if they're both dead? Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, we might, we, might, <laughs> oh, we might have to write a few letters, lads. Yeah. <laughs> anonymous, <laughs> anonymous letters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. What are the rules around two corpses <laughs> consensually engaging in, sex? in, in yeah, yeah, shagging? Like what? What we're we looking at here? Yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. so we know. <laughs> Just a future reference <laughs> for my friend Gary, um, <laughs> star of Dallas, Gary. <laughs> uh, he, uh, yeah. So Dan follows Janet into the cemetery where she pleads with him to bury her in an open grave. He's like, "Yeah, if that's what you want, love." Fine. He does it. He does it. He does it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The rest of the townspeople come to pay their respects to their favorite queen, and uh, meanwhile, <laughs> oh my god. So many hats. So many, so many hats. Edward in this scene. It's incredible. They're an extra character in the fucking film. Everyone's got a fucking hat. Like. Uh, meanwhile, Grandpa Joe's listening to some music whilst he puts some lipstick on and injects himself with embalming fluid. Which That's what he was doing secret. all along. Yeah. That's why he was in bed in uh, Willy Wonka. Yeah, just, yeah. No, we haven't had this embalming fluid in a while. Yeah. We haven't embalmed grandpa in a while. 
his lipstick on. I cannot be seen outside without my lipstick on. Yeah, give me a second, damn! Put <laughs> my lipstick on. The townspeople start getting a bit touchy-feely with Dan, so he escapes uh, and returns to Grandpa's office, uh, where he discovers that he's alive again and has used his technique on himself. Grandpa then serves the biggest tea of the film when he shows Dan the big reveal. The man Janet was having sex with on the footage was Dan. <gasps> no. no, that had me absolutely shooketh. Yeah. Like, that had me... Abs- I was like, wait, what? That yeah. actually did get a slight. Like, I, I did. Um, I did notice one thing that was a slight plot hole with that, <gasps> which Tell is, me. which is that if, if uh, Grandpa Joe is reanimating himself in in the in the explanation of the VD ritual where they have to hide the heart, how has he cut out his own? Oh heart yeah. And, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's he's, in, he's embalmed he's himself and removed his own heart before dying. He's, hey, this is a man. He's really, he's really skilled. Really quick as well. Yeah. I mean, this I'm is a man. <laughs> this is a man who magically gains the ability to walk when he sees a gold ticket. I yeah. mean, he's a man of many secrets, isn't he? That really makes you question those benefits, doesn't it? Like, yeah, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy can survive without a heart, you know. There's, there's something going on. There. Are you fit to work? Are you fit to embalm yourself? You know? <laughs> yeah. The list of questions are getting longer. Yeah. They're getting longer. Whatever happens. <laughs> Whatever happens, don't give the Tories the power to uh, reanimate corpses. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> oh, my God. They may, they, I feel uh, I may also be put on a list for this one. I feel I'm like they already with... have. They're all lizards. I'm going to agree. They're all reanimated <laughs> lizards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Liz Truss was definitely a reanimated corpse, wasn't she? Oh, <laughs> she, de- she acted like the cast of this oh, film. Yeah. She, she was not reanimated at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still in Did stage you... one. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She was embalmed. She <laughs> was. <laughs> but Grandpa Joe doesn't give himself a glow up either. He just looks the exact same. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else, he wants to make them so beautiful. But for himself, he's like, I just, I just stay the same. I'm alright. I'm already. Yeah, yeah. It's because he's already perfect. Yeah. He knows it. He yeah. knows he just needs a bit of lippy. He knows he is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> he's good to go. He's yeah. He's great. That would that would be amazing though. <laughs> Like if if he came back and he's still really serious, but he's just completely dolled up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, full on like full on like face makeup kind of like. Yeah, contoured for the gods, cheeks slashed. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, you're also dead. Like, so like yeah. straight face. Like, the beat is unbelievable. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson playing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Wind machine on, hair flowing. I love this version of Dead and Buried. When are we doing it? <laughs> That's the director's cut version. Yeah, this one yeah. we haven't seen yet. Yeah. That's the real golden ticket. That one. Yeah, yeah. Dan stares at his own decomposing hands and the final. <laughs> The final dialogue of the film, Grandpa Joe offers to repair them for him. Oh, yeah. And that's dead and buried. That's dead and buried. Yeah, that is dead and buried. Yeah. I like that cold, o- um, cold opening. 
Old um, ending. Sort of ending. Yeah. That's yeah. The word. Yeah. Ending. <laughs> yeah, it feels like it feels like the ending of a Tales from the Crypt episode, or like an anthology mm. horror TV. Mm. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That sort of reveal. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think it's a fantastic film, despite the fact we just read it to film. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, fun, it's fantastic. It's really. It's some of the things we picked up on. It's easier to overlook them when you're not analysing it for a podcast. Yeah, but, yeah. There's yeah. so much else going on to distract you as well. But um, yeah, no, it's it's thoroughly entertaining. One of the better video analysis. And age will always bring a certain sort of kitschness to it. You know. Yeah. It's been well, what, all of Grandpa Joe's roles. Yeah, but about it's been forty years now, so there are yeah. certain things that like that hasn't aged the best. So, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is you know makes some entertaining films. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, for for everything that we've said about it, yeah, it it, it was really good. Mm. Like, we really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I think I think it's easy to kind of uh, slate. Almost not anything, but it's it is it's it is always easy to find fault with something. So and that's how we have a podcast. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's where people like us come along. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're right about like the aging. I mean, just just the video nasties in itself. Like yeah. my god, well, my godmother's children. They were very much like, why do you collect DVDs? Like, what's yeah. that about? How old? How old are they? Like. 16? No, yeah, 16 Verona's and 16. like nine. No, Verona's like 19. Is she? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm, I'm awful. Oh my God, I don't know how old you are. <laughs> she's she's oh in uni. God. In fact, she's probably 20 she's by now. Yeah. But there's like Gen Z or whatever. And they're very much like, mm-hmm. why do you collect those? Why do you watch that? This film's in black and white. I'm like, dudes, this is the cla- these are the classics. These yeah. are the classics. Very much yes dated, but these this is the beauty of film where people have to not rely on special effects, practical effects. Like this is better mm. in a way. But it's like what absolutely, you, yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's it's like what you said. What you said to them specifically about DVDs that was cool because we didn't get it with Dead and Buried because we mm. watched it via Shudder. But um, mm. uh, but like the cool thing about DVDs is you get a menu. And like I think that's so yeah. easy to be taken for granted. There's special features yeah. or mm. all sorts of other things. Yeah. Sometimes the menu has charm. Exactly. You know, yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah. yeah. It's it's weird. It's like again, sorry tangent, but if there's something in like holding it as well, like yeah. it's it's something physical, and yeah, like seeing what the director looks like, hearing how yeah. they intended a certain scene to be absorbed, or what. It's just yeah, yeah. so things like shut up, kids. But I yeah. think that is a problem now, is that because Netflix has a new film every week that everybody's talking mm-hmm. about, it's forgotten a week after because the next one comes out. There's no need for any of that. You just, you watch it, you're like, that was fine, and you carry on. Whereas mm-hmm. these, you know, 40 years, and we're sat here talking about Dead and Buried, I feel like if it wasn't on the video nasties, we still would be talking about it. Yeah. Really mm-hmm. well made, really interesting you want to learn about it. You want to own the the DVD, the Blu-ray, you know, because stuff like the, the no red lights. Well, I didn't mm. notice that. Yeah. Now Gary told us. I was like, wow, that's really that's really cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's great filmmaking, and you you tend not to get that now. And I, I don't want to sound like old fuddy duddy. I, I think I feel like we're getting back into practical effects being used again. Mm. Um, mm. 
Mm. Uh, this year, I've definitely noticed a lot in horror, a lot of practical mm. effects back. But I know what you mean. Yeah, but the the, the elevated horror that's yeah. coming out, yeah. they're the ones that we want to learn more about. They're the ones you want to get on Blu-ray yeah. or. But the the made well, I'm really dissing Netflix now. The, the made for Netflix. <laughs> you know, 50% of people could not make it through this film. It's so scary. <laughs> it's that kind of stuff where I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, excuse me. You know, it doesn't last. It doesn't stand the test of time. No. Yeah. Like these kinds of films do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And I suddenly have a load of grey hair. <laughs> Where did that come from? Yeah, yeah. Giant wrinkle. <laughs> 80 years old. We've been doing this podcast episode now for 40 years. <laughs> Maybe I've been embalmed. <laughs> so I, just, I, sound, I know I sound really old when I say Oh, that. Grandpa Back Joe, I knew it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was you all along. <laughs> it was you all along. Uh, <laughs> we get to the awards yes that's yeah. Ooh. so biggest queen i feel like there's one answer what does everyone else think it's it's got to be my girl on the beach oh okay. i have someone yeah. different yeah, yeah it has to I be know. for me yeah my I've got girl a on the beach future playboy model yeah Lisa. yes <laughs> coming to a cover near you <laughs> Do you have yeah. Yeah. Oh, I have yeah. nur- I've nursed Lisa, specifically the one that didn't like her Playboy photos. Wait, Alec, what do you have? Uh, I quite like the uh, the waitress, to be fair. Ah. I thought she was a strong female character, too. Again, on the villainous side. Mm. Although Mine. she's in her, her 40s. She, but yeah, in, in, <laughs> yeah she, she is stuck in the 40s. Mine is actually uh, is Janet. Janet, Janet. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, J- Janet and her uh, obsession with recipes and witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Carly Simon outfit. That's what. That's what. Uh, it was. It yes, was, that, that it was, was it. Uh, <laughs> Beef struggle. Yeah. I'm gonna do these two awards next to each other today. Normally they're a bit separated, oh. but. Because my my answer, and I'm sure everyone else's answers, will be interchangeable. Biggest gasp and nastiest moment. So, for me, I've got biggest gasp. I have the doctor's acid death. And nastiest moment, mm. I have the needle to the eye. But honestly, that could be changed around easily. Yeah. 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 What does everyone else have? Yeah. I, I agree with that mm. pretty much entirely. I think, I think my biggest gasp, or shocking moment was finding out that um dan was already dead i, I yeah 100 percent agree i think that was my kind of like oh what like mm-hmm. no way uh or actually well yeah i would i would also say the freddy reveal but i only gasped because of the music rather than the actual freddy reveal yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm oh, sorry go on <laughs> what about you chris uh, for me, the the nastiest moment there's, uh, and I didn't mention it um, before, when the hitchhiker's face has been reconstructed, he's like really digging into her yeah, eye socket, yeah. Uh, yeah. and I don't know, I kind of felt that yeah. as mm. he was doing it, and then putting the eye back in, and um, it's like we've said before, there's certain things in horror that we can relate to to a certain yeah. degree, you know, and that's one of them, like the whole eye thing. We've all had a black eye or damaged our eye or 
been in car crashes like that kid. Uh, but <laughs> we've all like, sort of been there. It happens to everyone. But you know, stuff like decapitations, I I can't relate. Yeah, know? yeah. I can't relate to those. They're gory. They're grisly. But the ones that get me are the ones, especially around the eye. Yeah. I yeah. Find particularly nasty. Yeah. Yeah, I'm funny about eye stuff as well. Yeah, I don't like eye seeing. No. Yeah. Uh, best dialogue. <laughs> I I have you're great. That's wonderful. I'm gonna put this in Playboy. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's that's a good one. That's my favorite. <laughs> I think mine just has to be the whole like welcome to Potter's Bluff. I love that. But when he comes through the window <laughs> yeah. with a with a meat cleaver in hand. Yeah. <laughs> Love, love, love. Oh my love. god, yeah. I'd be like, so I know I'm about to die, but wow, that was gr- great entrance. I love it. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. It has to be that. I think, yeah, mine would be the uh uh the one about don't worry, whatever the child's name is, all all little boys <laughs> bump their heads after each other in the car accident. Parenting one oh one, like dad of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just thought that was great. <laughs> And finally, for the That's Camp Award, I'm giving it to Lisa's photo shoot. Lisa's photo shoot gets it. Uh, yes, yeah. Lisa's photo shoot. Definitely. Yeah. Very camp. Very camp. <laughs> yeah, we're res- We're all resolute on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely the photo shoot. And for our ratings, I give it nine camp photography sessions out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I give it eight yesified corpses out of ten. <laughs> mm, I would give it eight bumped heads out of ten. <laughs> mm, yeah, I'd probably give it uh, eight rotten fingers out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> and do we think it's masterpiece, trash to peach, trash or basic? I haven't really got any for that. I've just got greats. Not really a masterpiece. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Or it could have been. It could a have been. It's closer to it's masterpiece. Closer, than but it's not. Yeah. It's certainly not basic. No. Or trash. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's certainly yeah. not basic. It's certainly not trashy. It's not a masterpiece neither. No. Even no. though I completely agree, it is such a good film. Yeah. But masterpiece, it is not. Yeah. yeah there's, <laughs> no. <laughs> there's definitely room for some things to be corrected, or yeah. or there to be a little bit more of an attention to detail in places. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but it's fab. Yeah, it's fab. Yeah. yeah. So it is available on DVD, video on demand, and Shudder. If any of our listeners want to check it out, if you haven't already, and if you enjoyed this, I recommend checking out both The Fog and Invasion of the Body Snatchers, the seventies. Uh, nice. Mm. Yeah. Again, yeah, nice recommendations. Yeah. I would recommend. This might be a little out there. The Wicker Man. Okay. Weird Ooh, townspeople. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Policeman. Don't know who to trust. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. yeah. I'd say the, yeah. Ooh, I'd throw some Children of the Corn in there as well. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a good shout. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. Maybe even uh, Hot Fuzz. Well, that small yeah. town yeah. paranoia yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Some great films with that sort of theme. Yeah, mm. yeah. Maybe even maybe even kind of out there and one that maybe a lot of more people would have seen that's more modern, but even like Midsummer on the same yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah. Of yeah. Kind of weird townspeople yeah. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Unfamiliar. Mm. Yes. People absolutely. watching people have sex. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Very, yeah. 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 <laughs> if you're into that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, if any of our listeners are a fan of Dead and Buried, we are Horror Court Trash Ever on Facebook and Instagram, Horror Court Trash on Twitter. I'm DeadOutGaz92 on Letterboxd, Gazmo205 on Instagram, and GazCruise92 on Twitter. I'm Chris Barker823 on Letterboxd and Instagram. And go give us a rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, like a follow on everything else. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, where can we find you on social media? Really, that was so fun. Um, do you want to go? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you can find our podcast on any podcast platforms. Yeah. Apple Podcasts, all the rest of it, Spotify. Find us on Instagram at killer.track. Indeed. And then over on individual social media, I'm... Well, I'm on Clark's underscore capers on Instagram. Also on Kerrang Radio every Saturday at 10. Oh, and oh, actually in the week as well. Just come and find me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if shout out the band. Thank you, Chris, for mentioning earlier. But uh, <laughs> might as well do it. Shameless plug at Joanna Ray Band on Insta. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of very good music and uh, treating your ears. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's probably the best place. Best place to find us as a podcast is um, at killer.track. Thank you so much, Gary and Chris, for having us. It's been, yeah. It was a pleasure. Yeah, thank you it for joining us. So much fun. fun. We need <laughs> yes. to return the favour. You guys need to go on Killer Track sometime. Like yeah. We need Absolutely. to organise that. Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Gives Absolutely. And gives us a kick we'll in the def- ass to get stuff done yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and you guys are welcome back on it anytime. Anytime. Yay! <laughs> Which is we'll, the worst film. We'll pick another I Grandpa think. Joe film. Uh, yes. Yeah. Doing a Hitler's daughter. Definitely Hitler's daughter. Oh my god, yeah, no, we need well, to do that. Yeah, we, we, do that. we did we did already commit to that in yes. the in the in the episode. So <laughs> that needs to happen now. hundred <laughs> percent. We will be back on Friday with our original versus remake episode. This month we'll be discussing the ghastly ones and uh, its remake by the same director, Legacy of Blood. Nice. Yeah. I think. Probably not. (laughs) And next week we'll be finishing Nasty November discussing Killer Nun with Kim from Kim Cinema Escape. Nice. Now that'll be good. Yes. Killer Killer Nun. What what a... Um, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> An acquired taste. Yes. Bit like us. <laughs> uh, we'll be back same time, same place on Friday. Bye. 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 Bye.